chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lugnuts podcast. We are back after missing the preview episode, but uh, we had two pretty good races in Phoenix. Yeah, it's a shame we didn't do that preview episode because I picked the winners of both races and my long shot finished in the top three. Well, although we can't confirm that. No, I had the rundown. Oh, all right. The timestamp on it. Well, let's get into it. We uh, let's get we'll start with the Sunday's a cup race. This was had an exciting finish. It was the rough mortgage five Ruoff. Ruoff mortgage 500, but 500 kilometers. Yeah, what are we uh, joining the uh, European Union? Yeah, the only reason I know it's Ruoff because like they one of their people did would like the driver start your engines thing, and it was it was meh just all right well it's weird like the the xfinity race they didn't even introduce the guy they just showed the guy and then you can hear someone say it's a live mic <laughs> and then he said it and they didn't explain who the guy was but yeah they some lady from ruoff uh mortgage said it so that's always i know the uh, pronunciation i don't want to make it look bad no yeah uh, that's I good know. so uh we had a uh we had Penske's Ryan Blaney, Joe Gibbs Racing's Denny Hamlin, and Hendrick Motorsports' William Byron in the top three after qualifying. Yeah, it was a real potpourri, and you even had uh, Stuart Haas cars in fifth and sixth with Almirola and Briscoe. So uh, you're seeing, a, uh, like, different guys qualifying. It's not just uh, – I think the one of the first races we had Hendricks all up top, but the other races has been a good mixture, getting some competition going. Yeah, and I think that's part of the new qualifying format. Yeah, that's what they're saying. So, uh, but before we get started, you have a reminder for everybody. Yeah, there are two reminders. First, there are no rattlesnakes on Rattlesnake Hill, which means somewhere out there, there's a hill with rattlesnakes that's called No Rattlesnakes Hill. So be careful. And the other thing, if you're in Texas, which a lot of our listeners are, I've checked out the heat maps. We got the... the uh, blue bonnets are coming back it's that time of the year caution when you're taking your dogs or children for pictures be careful because rattlesnakes like to hide in the blue bonnets and the last thing i want is one of your children or dogs to be bit by a rattlesnake and then because unless you can suck out that venom you got to get to the kid to the hospital like really fast well you're always good and you're a man of the people because you like driving past people that are taking pictures in the blue bonnets and yelling watch out for rattlesnakes yeah i mean it's uh it's a cautionary tale you see do you see deer crossing signs all over the place you don't see rattlesnakes in the blue bonnet signs which i think is equally helpful yeah i think it is i think you need to go to legislature about that save the kids yeah, my dad sent me everyone to vote for in the primary. It was pretty <laughs> funny. So uh, maybe I'll have him tell me what politician over there in Austin to send a letter to. <laughs> uh, so let's get started. Kyle Larson uh, has to start in the back. Uh, but as soon as we go racing, Blaney's out front. And uh, you didn't you didn't like Kyle Bush's car. Yeah, he was. he. I don't know if you know this. I didn't know this for the longest time. Well, I think they call it foil numbers or whatever. 
were illegal. Like you couldn't run it, but Wood Brothers ran it back in the day. So they petitioned to bring it back. So now you're getting some of those foil numbers and Kyle Bush's was impossible to read. Plus he was in like a Matt Kenseth, like DeWalt type pain scheme, just had no, like, it's almost like the NBA. If you watch now, every game I watch, like teams have a different uniform and never know who's who. Like every time I saw Kyle Bush on the screen, I didn't know who the hell it was. Uh, and then the other thing we got uh, is resin. It's not traction compound. That used to be our drinking game last year. Yeah, it's not PB and J or whatever or whatever the PJ one they think they called it. It's it's it was called resin. You know, Logano liked to call it the uh, awesome sauce, which was stupid. Um, yeah, so that the resin was a little bit up top, and I don't know. It seemed to uh, it seemed to wear off pretty quick in this race. Yeah. And then uh, a Polish victory. Danica asked this. <laughs> I, I am hoping she was just kidding. I hope she was just setting up uh, Mike Joy. Uh, but she she asked if a Polish victory uh, lap was driving around the track backwards, which that's racing 101. Like everyone who follows NASCAR uh, in the 80s and 90s knew that Alan Kowicki did the Polish victory lap and it was driving around backwards i don't know if you know this it was pretty big in ohio there was a stereotype that polish people were dumb did they have that in fort wayne and in alabama no oh like there's a whole genre of polish jokes um and then like there was a uh there was a show big chuck and little john in cleveland like late night they didn't want to say a Polish joke, so they would say a certain ethnic joke, and they would go into a little skit. So yeah, uh, the, the stereotype is Polacks were stupid, thus they would drive backwards. Mm. And I don't know, it, it, when I was in Little League, probably not right, but we used to call foul balls uh, Polish home runs. <laughs> <laughs> so just, you know, Danica, I can't believe she didn't know that, but. I, I once again I was hoping she was just setting Mike Joy up and really did not not know that but yeah so a little history on uh stereotyping <laughs> of Polish people which I'm against I'm 100% against that and I look back at my little leg days in shame and I hope our show's not canceled because of it <laughs> no well uh, let's get back to racing. Harvick and Amarola have some teammate contact on lap 19. And then six laps later, we get the competition caution at lap 25. And it's so stupid that we still have these. We still have them. It's so dumb. Once you put something in, you can't take it away. It's like the DH. They're like, we're going to try out the DH in 1973. They said it. And now look at us. Yeah. And then, uh, so everybody comes into pits. Kyle Bush stalls out. He drops a bunch of spots. And then we get uh, the speeding police comes out. Blaney, Hamlin, McDowell, and Stenhouse all get caught. And it's funny. I want to say Hamlin was behind Blaney. And he basically on his thing said, yeah, I just assumed Blaney was going the speed limit. <laughs> and then that, that led uh, Boyer to go off into the uh assumption is the mother of all mistakes or something instead of saying when you assume you make an ass out of you and me yeah i I guess he didn't think he could say that on tv but yeah so don't assume and also get a speedometer 
Uh, and then uh, lap 32 was when we restart. It's Logano and Briscoe. They start out front. Logano is the only driver uh, that takes two tires and kind of like how uh, taking no tires doesn't work. Uh, two laps later, Briscoe gets by Logano. Well, hey, it actually, it, it sort of works because they learned from Logano's thingy. He, he got passed by Briscoe, but as we'll find out later, Briscoe just had a dominant car. Uh, two tire, tires didn't make as much difference as it has in the past in Phoenix. And a lot of people saw Logano's pit stop. And uh, I think you'll see later on, there's a, a yellow flag with like 23 to go and no one pits because we're like, we don't need tires. Yeah. Uh, lap 48, Corey LaJoy has a tire come off. Yeah, and at this point, it like I will see. I got I didn't get a chance to check today. I feel like it was like Justin Haley week one, like uh, Lugna didn't get put on right, so he may be uh, he may get one of them penalties with the crew chief gone for for four days. Yeah, and then ugh, Cody Ware hit the remnants of the tire. It's sad for Cody. Mike Joy didn't give him much grief for that one, but yeah. We get a restart on lap 53. Byron, he goes downtown to get to lead over Bruce, uh, Briscoe and Elliot. I'm like, it, I'm torn because it's part of the thing that makes this track really cool is the restarts. But then I'm like, you're cutting off half the track when you cut off the dog leg. But he cuts off the dog leg and he shoots by two cars. And then we get Mike Joy. Like, I'm. People this weekend with their geography really irritated me. Uh, he calls Bowman the hometown guy. Alex Bowman is from Tucson. New York City is closer to Philadelphia than Tucson is to Phoenix. How'd you look that up? Google Maps? Yeah. It's similar to Seth Davis. I don't know if you watched. Oh, you did watch the bracket show. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, I don't know if you saw multiple times, like a five minute span, he referenced Providence having a huge advantage getting to play in Buffalo. And Buffalo is eight and a half hours from Providence. Their second round game will be against Iowa, which is 11 hours from Buffalo. So the geography this weekend, are they not teaching geography back when Mike Joy was in school in 1970? I guess not. Now, sorry to get off that NASCAR tangent. And while I'm off the NASCAR tangent, I just want to dedicate the show to Razor Ramon. Yeah, how sad is that? Yeah, he died uh, on March 14th, uh, for those listening. Um, um, Chica's is fun. Yeah, it's a rest in peace, Razor Ramon. But uh, the hometown guy, William Byron, won the first stage. He was followed by Briscoe, Chase Elliott, Tyler Reddick, Alex Bowman, Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, uh, Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, and Austin Dillon. No, Alex Bowman's the non-hometown guy. You got Bowman and Byron. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I mix that up. Happens a lot. And then, uh, okay, uh, Christopher Bell, they set it up early on. He had two new pit crew guys, and uh, they F up. Uh, they dropped the car before the tire was on, and they have to do the thing where he wedged the thing to try to get the thingy in. He lost a ton of spots. Blaney had pitted a little bit. There was a yellow flag, uh, and he had pitted before the stage break, sort of like a short pitting. So he starts in front, and he fought off the, the field 
uh, and he was still in the lead being chased by Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott. Once again, showing like 15 lap old tires weren't much different than new tires. Yeah, and then uh, Kevin Harvick's car looked pretty damn sweet with the Hunt Bros logo behind the number. Uh, and the nine-time Phoenix winner is up to fourth on lap 90 behind Blaney, Elliott, and Byron. Yeah, that kind of, that logo really filled up really cool. You know, maybe I'll uh, buy a thingy, although they're now like diecast, 124 diecast or like, holy cow, um, 74 bucks or something like that. Um, anyhow, yeah, he is looking strong and uh, SHR is looking pretty strong after last year's debacle of a season. Um, maybe they can make it up here. Uh, Blaney feeling the vibration, lap 92. Um and then they never mentioned again. And then lap 95, uh, Harvick spotter reports smoke in Byron's cockpit. And then they never report on that anymore. A lot of, it was a little choppy episode or uh, race. Like Danica felt more comfortable this race, I think. Yeah. And she had some more insight, but then she got ignored more when she did make points. <laughs> like Mike Joy totally didn't hear what she said and would just go off to something else. But uh yeah, they kept bringing this stuff up, but then not going back to it. Yeah, and then uh, on lap 119, we get a yellow flag as Christopher Bell gets a right rear flat. And we restart uh, on lap 126. Elliott controls the restart. Uh, he's able to get in front of Blaney, despite the great restart by Blaney. Um, and then it takes forever, but Hel uh, Harvick gets by Byron for third on lap 130. Yeah, and... Once again, Harvick's looking strong, and um, it is sort of gets weird because Danica starts mentioning Harvick as much as I used to mention Austin Sindrick, and as much as Luke Hillen used to mention Haley Deegan. Um, it got a little weird. Like, I don't know if those two are dating, but every chance she got, she was crowing about Kevin Harvick. And then uh, lap 134, Ryan Blaney gets back in front of Elliott. But as you mentioned, Harvin's looking strong. 37 to go on the stage, and we start to notice that there's no Toyotas in the top 10. Yeah, this is going to be pretty much it from here on out. There are very few Toyotas challenging in this race. Like with 37 to go, you had Truex in 11th and Kyle Busch in 12th, and then the rest were back pretty far. And then uh, we got 10 left to go in stage two. Chase Elliott's closing in on Ryan Blaney. Uh, start to think that Elliott's going to get the lead as they approach lap traffic with two to go, but he can't use it uh, to get past them. So Blaney go ahead and wins the stage, followed by Elliott, Harvick, Byron, and Larson in the top five. Yeah, it uh, it's looking this race. If I had to predict now, Blaney is looking strong. At this point, like Briscoe was up there pretty early, but he sort of wasn't much in stage two. Um, if I had to put my money on it, even though before the race I picked uh, Briscoe, I would say Blaney and Harvick were the two best in stage two. Uh, and then we get to the stage break where they're pitting. Blaney actually loses three spots. He falls to fourth. And then we see Tyler Reddick uh, move up. He picks up three spots to move to third. Yeah, very uh, strong pits. We're seeing a lot of this, and I don't know how long it's going to take for them to get stuff down, but a lot of people are struggling on the on their pits still. That one lug nut, who would have thought putting one le four less lug nuts on would be that big a deal? But, 
that a lot of teams seem to be struggling. A lot of spots, swings going back and forth. So we restart on lap 195. Reddick and Elliott are duking it out. We kind of settle down, and it's Elliott, Reddick, and Blaney. And one thing you notice is we're not really seeing much of Kyle Larson, but uh, he's up to fifth on lap 205. Yeah, he was, like, absent all of stage two. Um, really didn't mention him much. Um, even Stadia stage one, he was never, like, up trying to fight to get the lead. Um, you're like, maybe he's laying in, like, laying in the weeds like a rattlesnake in the blue bonnets. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then we get another, uh, we get a Dana. I don't know if this is a Danica jinx or if it's the whole booth jinx. Cause they are talking about Toyotas and what they need to do. And the, the, all of a sudden out of nowhere, uh, Martin trucks blows a tire. He goes into the wall hard. His day is done. Lap two nineteen. Sad for all you Truex fans. That's you. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, I'm starting to like Blaney too um which we didn't mention because we didn't do a preview episode uh ryan blaney will be racing with dave blaney as i asked for last year and predicted earlier at sharon speedway so get your tickets all you people in ohio uh, srx coming to a uh, sharon speedway and then there's an awesome kid just a little kid i like when they show the little kids or dogs in the stands this kid's got a baby yoda shirt and it just says like, I don't know what it has to do with Star Wars, but the shirt says, kid does not listen. <laughs> and then underneath it says, or follow directions, which made Clint Boyer laugh. But, uh, <laughs> just, I like, George Lucas is just now, you know, hey, you could put Star Wars on anything, whether it makes sense or not. Just give me those checks. Although I guess it's Disney now. He sold it. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, Briscoe and uh, Chastain pick up uh, four spots to second and third. Blaney drops two spot. Wait, yeah, six spots. Yeah, Blaney. Yeah, Blaney. Once again, he drops six spots a night. A nut fell out of the gun. God, <laughs> how many times does that happen? <laughs> you know, you ever have that happen? <laughs> nope. Falls out of your gun. <laughs> um, it, it's hard to pass at Phoenix, so that could be the race for him. Very sad. Yeah, and then uh, we restart with 83 to go, and we get a great start by uh, Briscoe. He gets by Chase Elliott. And then on lap 75, Kyle Larson is uh, having some injuries with the engine. Boyer feels like he's down a cylinder. Yeah, he's out of the mix. We find out it's a broken valve spring. Uh, Hendricks has had some issues. You know, despite their dominance in some of the races, they've had some issues with this new car early on. So uh, they'll be looking to get that fixed at some point. Uh, 50 to go. Elliot, he looks like he's going to challenge Briscoe, but 10, 10 laps later, he still hasn't got it done. Um, they're approaching laugh traffic, and it looks like he can pass him, but no cigar. One of these tracks, there's a lot of different routes you can take, but once you get behind the leader, like there's only one good way to pass him, and if he knows that way, it's not even a block. It's just he gets in front of you, and it's it's tough as balls to get by. Yeah. But then we have a chase, chasing, chase, chase. How about that? Yeah, that's the Briscoe Elliott thing. That <laughs> thing goes for about 25 laps. Chase, chase, and chase. Uh, 27 to go, though. Eric Jones, he brings out the caution. Uh, he got loose and goes into the inside wall. Uh, it was a tire down. 
Uh, and then Kyle Bush, too fast entering the pits. He has to go to the back. And happening that late, it's going to be tough for him to be in the mix. Um, so you sort of think his day is done. And then uh, we get another tough break. Tough breaks all around. For Chase Elliott in the pits. He loses four spots back to sixth. So we get Briscoe and Harvick out front, two Stuart Haas racing guys. Briscoe chooses the inside. Harvick chooses the outside. And then Chastain and Blaney are behind them. We restart with 20 to go. And Chastain shoots under Briscoe to go three wide. Briscoe doesn't lift. Uh, so it goes Briscoe and Chastain leaving Harvick fighting off Tyler Reddick. Yeah, it's one of those moves where like Briscoe's like he's approaching the wall up top. And you're like, he's going to lift and he's going to lose the lead. And no, he just stood on it and he kept the lead. Very ballsy move from an up and coming driver. I think you predicted he would win eight races this year. Yeah, at least multiple. Well, two. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he looked like he looked like he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he was flying. He stretched his lead out to a half a second with 16 to go. Uh, and then this is a cool fact. Uh, none of the top three have a career win. In the yeah, they showed, yeah, they showed at that point. They're like, hey, how many people the top five or how many wins are in their top five? And they're like 65. And then they showed the graphic. The top three had zero. And then like. Uh, I want to say it was Harvick had 58 and I think at this point Blaney was fifth and he had like seven. Yeah. So yeah, zero wins for the top three. So it looks like we might have a new winner. Yeah. Cause Briscoe and Reddick, they run their fastest laps of the race with 15 to go. Reddick uh, ends up passing Chastain for second. And it looks like Briscoe is going to pull away and win this one. But with nine to go, Chase Elliott brings out the yellow flag. Yeah, nine gets in the wall with nine to go. No more uh, chance to get BOGO wings, which the BOGO draw. What's the BOGO draw that? I think he won. Wasn't it Coda? Yeah, something like that. Long time since we've been to Who Terrace. So when we restart, Briscoe picks the inside again. Reddick decides to take the outside. Everybody cuts the dog leg. So no one has a chance to press Briscoe. Uh, but Chastain and Reddick are really grinding for second. Yeah, and they talk about it after the uh, race is over. They're, like, talking to each other. And mutual respect for the guys. Like, there was a chance if, if someone really wanted to pick up a spot there, they could have uh, very easily done them dirty, you know, pick up a spot. But, you know, at that point, what's the difference between second and third? Um, so they raced each other clean. It was good, clean racing, and it was fun to watch. Yeah, and then so Briscoe... Uh, ends up winning the race. He's the 200th winner in the history of the Cup Series. Which I feel that wasn't as advertised as much as Wood Brothers' 100th win, first of all. Yeah. Like, I feel like, A, Briscoe should get an ice cream cake for that, but I think he should get a surprise like the one millionth shopper in a grocery store gets. Like, he should get some sort of shopping spree at the NASCAR store. That'd be sweet. So we had... Uh, Briscoe one, Chastain second, Reddick third, Blaney fourth, Kurt Busch fifth, Harvick sixth, Kyle Busch seventh, Logano and Suarez uh, eighth and ninth, and then Chris Buescher uh, in tenth. So that ends Eric Amarola's string of top tens broken. But is uh, Stuart Haas racing back? Uh, you know, at least, like, Harvick looks strong, but he's always strong at this track. Um, 
Amarola's got the the had the top ten string, and now he has a top eleven string. And then uh, Cole Custer was up there in the top twenty for much of the race. Um, so I would say they're starting to get back. Mm-hmm. And then do, uh, how about Ross Chastain and Trackhouse Racing? Yeah, uh, they look very good. Suarez had an incident at the end. I didn't hear what it was, but he still finished. Uh, where did he finish? Top ten. Yeah, Suarez finished ninth. Yeah. I'm looking back to uh, last year. I want to say every race from 31 on. So, yeah, Talladega. So the last six races, plus these first four, all won by drivers under 30. It's not bad. Although three of those were by Larson, but... Uh, four four by Lars. nonetheless yeah. um you had bubba wallace and you had alex bowman and then you have uh, briscoe and this year all the races were won by people under uh 30 so maybe harvick and uh hamlin's days of winning races like they were left and right in 2020 are over sorry yeah. guys and then uh harvick ties petty and earnhardt for 18 straight top tens at the same racetrack yeah, uh, both those guys, you know where they got it. North Wilkesboro. So, yeah, that North Wilkesboro record will never be broke. But now Harvick, he's got it. And he's got, uh, you know, what's the next race in Phoenix? Oh, championship. Championship race, you know. Maybe he uh... – so now we're going to start just a real quick. We're not going to get into too deep. But the uh, standings, we got uh, Larson, Briscoe, Sindrick, and – Bowman locked in. Unless there we get 69,420 winners and they're not locked in. This is another season with four straight winners. What did we get to last year? Like 10? 9, uh, 10 we got to last yeah. year? Yeah. Um, other 12 that we would be in if the season ended today, we would have Logano, Kyle Bush, Chase Elliott, Eric Almarola, Ryan Blaney, Tyler Reddick, Kevin Harvick, Kurt Bush. Martin Truex, Ross Chastain, William Byron, and Austin Dillon. And then the three that are on the outside looking in would be Bubba Wallace. He's four back. Brad Keselowski, six back. And then Eric Jones is 11 back. So, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of season left. What do we got? 22 races left. But, you know, you can't win a, uh, a spot in the playoffs now unless you win a race. <laughs> but you can lose one. So, uh, yeah. yeah, just keep plugging away. Then we go to the United Rentals 200. This is actually Miles. We're back in America. Um, this was the one where the guy who told you to start the engines was unidentified. I still don't know who did it. It could have been freaking uh, uh, one of Putin's buddies, for all we know. They didn't put the name on the thingy. Uh, then Trevor Bain, he won the poll, but then he loses the poll because his kill switch is cutting in and out. And that doesn't sound good. Like it kills stuff. Yeah. So he uh, has he, to he has to run and get a new steering wheel. So they run a relay to get him the steering wheel. Yeah, they show this fat dude running, and then the skinny dude. Why do we got this fat dude run taken from him? And he runs, but he immediately loses all the time he made up because he tries to pass the steering wheel through the driver's side window where the net's at. And they can't get it through. And finally, fat guy rolls up and he's like, no, go to the other side. So all the time you made up by having skinny guy lost. 
and then uh, they pass it through. They hook it up. But then NASCAR said he doesn't lose a spot. They say this is a safety issue, which I would think anything wrong with your car pre-race is a safety issue. Yeah. Well, unless you like fail inspection and you're just trying to change yeah, the so he gets it started up when they had one or two to go, and then they ended up adding another to go lap. So he he doesn't lose a lap. Good for Trevor Bain. Yeah, and then uh, Justin Allgaier had a hub in the rear that wasn't going to last long, so he has to go to the pack back of the pack. Yeah, and then Fast Pasta he's stuck in the pits. A lot of action before the race even starts <laughs> with all this stuff going on. Um, we get the first stage. Bain and Gregson out front. <laughs> Creed, they didn't show the incident that led to the, They showed a little bit. There was a little bit of bumping between Creed and Almondinger, but Creed flips off Almondinger. And then, like, so they, they keep playing the radio chatter, and Almondinger is like, he flipped me off. And if he wants to flip me off, I'll wreck him now and stuff like that. And it's like, holy cow, this is lap three. Like, where's Ty Gibbs the Rexel? <laughs> And then uh, by lap seven, we see Justin Allgaier uh, all the way up to 17th. And then on lap 22, Riley Herbst. No brakes! <laughs> his brake pedal went to the floor. His day is done. Yeah, his brake pedal went to the floor. His car went into the wall. Uh, yeah, sad for him. We restart with 12 to go in the stage. Gregson and Bain flip-flop spots. Last five laps, a really good duking it out between uh, Gregson and Bain uh with brandon jones lurking but uh at the wire photo finish bane edges out gregson he wins a stage but like he's not in the playoff hunt so he takes a playoff point from gregson gregson's probably shaking his fist at him going damn you <laughs> uh, um, but it ends up bane gregson jones uh john hunter nemechek and ty gibbs and then uh, Allgaier finished six, followed by Landon Castle, A.J. Allmendinger, Josh Berry, and Sam Mayer. So we get four junior motorsports in the top tens, three colleagues in the top 11, and three gigs in the top five. Yeah, all the uh, regular players. Plus, we'll talk about it later, Sam Hunt racing in fourth with Nemechek. Ooh. And then, uh, so we... At the break, we see Brandon Jones. He moves up two spots to the front. Bain loses four spots. And then Sam Mayer speeding, so he has to go uh, to the back. And then when we restart on lap 55, Josh Berry spins Ty Gibbs. Yeah, and it's uh, – well, first of all, the odd thing, the restart happened 10 laps after the first stage finished, unconscionable. I don't know how many times I have to mention that. But, it, it like, on first review, it looks like – Barry spins Gibbs, but the, and when it also Gibbs, like he is sitting there in traffic at the front of the pack, he's lucky he doesn't get bludgeoned. And uh, it looked like a move that Gibbs would make on lap five um, instead of like in the second stage. But Gibbs had put uh, in on old two replay shows Gibbs stalled out. And that caused because Barry was running low and he thought Gibbs was going to keep running. So he would just get in behind Gibbs, but Gibbs slowed down and it put him three wide and he had nowhere to go except for in the Gibbs. So Barry went in the turn still too hard, but I don't think he thought Gibbs was going to be there. 
if Gibbs was going the rate of speed, Gibbs should have been going. Yeah. So it looked worse than it was. Um, a lot of talk just for one incident. Uh, you know, sorry. I got verbose there. Uh, so we restart on lap 62. It's Brandon Jones, Noah Gregson, and Justin Alga are out front. And then uh, Gregson takes the lead on lap 70 with relative ease. He goes on to win the stage. And then Allgaier edges out Jones for second, followed by Bain, Barry, Nemechek, Dinger, Hemrick, Castle, and Sam Mayer. Yeah, and like yeah, at this point, you're thinking Greg's, and he's due. You know, he's got that uh, streak. He finished top three, first three races. Do right about now. Yeah. Well, uh, Justin Allgaier wins the race out of the pits. Uh, and then we see uh, Bain loses a lot of spots out of the pit. Again, seems to be a theme for him. He loses five spots and then gets caught speeding. And then Sam Mayer, he needs a speedometer because he gets caught speeding for the second time. Uh, yeah, and actually, I think he might get caught again later in the race. Uh, Jamie Little reports NASCAR takes – this is another – like it was a theme all weekend. They report something, but then they never come back to it. They, like, took a set of Bain's tires. And apparently it's a random test they're doing now. Um, and then they never said if they brought those tires back. Um, pretty weird. Uh, All guys out, uh, out of the groove on the uh, lap 100 restart. So he loses a lot of spots. That puts uh, Jones in front of Nemechek at this point. And then on uh, the next lap, Nemechek gets out front. But then with 85 to go, Gregson passes Nemechek. And then uh, there's a fire on pit road. Yeah, another one of those things. Like I said, theme for the whole weekend. They show this fire, raging fire. It, it looked to me like, you know, when they like try to burn the stuff off the tires, it looked like maybe they had been trying to do that, but then there was gas or oil in the pits, so that caught on fire. But they never go back to it and say, ah, <laughs> oh, no one died here. Don't worry, no one's dead. So like, we're just uh, left to assume. Yeah, like right now, like, Someone might have died. I don't know. They never said, but uh, yeah. We know what they say about making assumptions. Yeah, it's the mother of all uh, of college. Uh, with 40 laps to go, Gregson's still the leader. He's led at 92 laps. With 36 to go, Dinger starts the green flag pit stops as he pits earlier than he wants to. Yeah, um, and it, during this cycle, all guy runs over equipment. Huge penalty at this point. He's like one of the cars that looks strong enough to win. Like he had that thing where he spun his tires on a restart on with a hundred to go, and uh, or lap a hundred. I mean, which I guess is a hundred to go because it's a two hundred lap race. So you know, I was right and I was wrong. Um, and then <laughs> here it is. Like, you know, if his birthday's coming up, someone gets Sam Mayer a speedometer. He gets his third penalty in the same race. What are you doing? What Not are you good doing? for old Sam Mayer. No, it's hard to finish in the top 10 if you got to go to the rear all the time. Yeah. Or pass her, I guess, because that was green flag, green flag uh, pits. So after we cycle through all the green flag pit stops, Brandon Jones in the lead with 28 to go by one and a half seconds. Looks like he's going to run away with it. Just kidding. Uh, with 20 to go, Gregson has it down to a half a second. And then with lap traffic approaching, Jeb Burton makes contact with Jones's bumper with 18 to go. And that allows Gregson uh, to catch Jones. And he finally gets by him with 14 to go. 
Yeah, and we go caution free in the final stage. After the last two race or the two races last year, they had a combined thirteen cautions in the final stage of the two Phoenix races. So totally different race. Gregson wins. He gets a whopping fifty nine points in the race. He was mere inches from sixty points. A clean sweep, except for uh, what's his nuts won the first Trevor Bain. Trevor Bain. Um, he finishes in top three all four races. Last driver to do that, Elliot Sadler, 2012. Guess who Elliot Sadler's crew chief was in 2012? Was it Noah Gregson's? Yes, Luke Lambert. So there if you you're go. out there and you got some cash and you want to pay for a good uh, crew chief, I would give Mr. Lambert a call. He seems to know what he's doing. Yeah, and then just... Remember last year's start, Gregson, we were worried about him. We're like, maybe he needs to see his Ford psychologist. Yeah. After he looked just despondent every post-race interview as he finished 32nd, 28th, 33rd, had the 5th, but then a 39th. This year, it's not 360, it's 180, right? Yeah. Complete 180, 3rd, 2nd, 2nd, 1st. Oh, so he's off to a great start. Brandon Jones finished second, Josh Berry third, uh, Trevor Bain fourth, and John Hunter Nemechek in the top five. Uh, Gibbs actually rebounded. He finished sixth, followed by Dinger, uh, Hemrick, Castle, and Allgaier. And of interest, we said last week, Chris Rice, like pre-race interview, hey, I don't think we're going to win. We're going to hope to finish fifth to seventh. And then he finished like third, sixth, and ninth. Well, this race, they didn't show the actual interview, but he told them, that he had three totally different car setups because he wanted to try different stuff because the championship race is in Phoenix. So now's the time to try stuff. Three totally different setups. They finished seventh, eighth, and ninth. So does he learn anything? Does he learn nothing? Does he learn anything works at Phoenix? Everything works at Phoenix? Maybe we should have him back on and ask him. We'll have to. Also, if Trevor Baines pits didn't suck, he might have won one. If Justin Allgaier's restart and pits didn't suck, he might have won. Those two have to be left going, damn. Wouldn't it Sam Mayer or if he wouldn't have? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, hey, uh, that tachometer setting you did, uh, go, a li- go a little bit slower than that because that ain't right. So, uh when we look at the standings, just I know we know it's early, but Gregson Gibbs and Austin Hill have spots. Other nine drivers uh, who would get in with points are Allgaier, Almondinger, Barry, Hemrick, Jones, Sieg, Mayer, Herbst, and Brandon Brown. Yeah, you got Shannon, uh, Sheldon Creed, and Landon Castleball sitting three points back. Burton eight points back. Alfredo, who scored very few in this race because he barely got out of the, the pits at the beginning of the race. He's nine points back. It's going to be a great chase uh, to the playoffs in the Xfinity. Uh, lots of good cars, lots of good teams. Of note, though, in the owner's points, Sam Hunt Racing is in ninth this year, so far this year. Uh, and they've had three different drivers in the Ryan Truex, Jeffrey Earnhardt, and John Hunter Nemechek share time. So it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do moving forward like they have an agenda of all these different people racing this year last year they had like 12 guys race and they finished like 23rd in the points so it'll be interesting to see next year if they go full time maybe talk john hunter into jumping up a level there you go that'd be sweet 
So that was Phoenix. I actually yeah. had a friend out there. I don't know if he's listening to the podcast. Uh, Dennis Kepik sent me some photos. He uh, had a good picture of a, not a really good picture. He took it from sort of far away, but uh, I believe it was Chase Elliott's uh, Spinneroo. There you go. Yeah. Well, we are uh, back on a Friday with uh, Atlanta. We got three races this weekend. And, and we failed you guys. We didn't social media. We did a good Grant Enfinger uh, podcast uh, interview. So if you missed that, go back and listen to that. Uh, Evan might social media some stuff out on that after okay. he beats Alcorn State in <laughs> basketball. There we go. I could have done it, but I'm not good at social media. <laughs> You're so. better than I am. I am, and I'm not. So I'm sorry we missed that last episode. Like I said, I picked the winner of the uh, Xfinity race. I said Gregson was going to win. I picked uh, the winner of the Cup race. I said Briscoe was going to win, and I said Tyler Reddick was my uh, long shot. And he, uh, you know, he would have won if what's his nuts didn't win. So yeah. I had a great picking day. It makes up for the fact that I didn't set my fantasy lineup for the third time in four weeks. <laughs> Which is funny because you have an NASCAR podcast. I also have a baseball team that plays 69,420 games in the spring. So if you have like a second half fantasy league, I can join. We're all for that. There you go. Well, we appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe via Spotify or Apple podcasts. Uh, We will be back on Friday to preview Atlanta. We got three races this weekend. We appreciate you guys for listening. I grew up in Texas where football was my game Until that racing fever started burning in my brain Started running mini stocks when I was 13 And won a short track championship when I was just 16 I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strillin' My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Thank you for the ride, Harry High. say that lady luck has given me the brakes i must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance i'll do the best i can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride harry high